you know, a lot of people are like, yo, you know, why don't you get on and say a prayer? You know, say a prayer. You know, say a prayer. And the reason I didn't or haven't is because I feel like this is the time when you should learn to pray for yourself. You know what I'm saying? God has given you time away from the distractions. You gotta, you gotta be on your shoes. <laughs> You know, away from the distractions, like that one, you know, um, away from the, you know, the everyday hustle, things that we, we, we came to think were important, we finding out haven't been that important at all, you know, haven't been that important at all, you know, and um, starting to realize that it's really important. It's having our loved ones around us, having our loved ones with us, you know, close counters. You know, just just getting back to who we are, who we're supposed to be. Yeah, man. Y'all already know what's going on, man. What's up with y'all, man? R.I.P. DMX, man. Yes, sir, man. R.I.P. to a real legend, man. They give him a moment of silence, y'all. R.I.P. DMX, Earl Simmons, a real one, man. R.I.P., man. Yes, sir, man. Hmm. Been a rough one. Let that breathe for a minute. Yes, sir, man. What's up? What's up, y'all? What's going on, man? I'm going to keep this playing in the background, man. Just for this particular episode, man. What's up with y'all, man? Raphael here. Welcome to another episode of the Can You Blame Me podcast. And just in case y'all first-time listeners... Can You Blame Me podcast is a podcast where we speak on hip-hop culture, social issues, everyday life challenges, and I even have friends and family on the show, man. And today, today is bittersweet, man. You know, because we gained one we lost one, man. You know, heaven gained an angel, but we lost one, a real one. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm sure y'all know by now. Earl Simmons, better known as DMX, you know, passed away at the age of 50, man. And, uh, you know, it it, it, it it took a toll on us as a whole in the hip-hop community because, you know, I'm 37 years old. You know what I'm saying? And, man, DMX to me was like the East Coast pop, bro. And I don't mean that in no disrespectful way, man. Like, just, he, that was just what he went to me. You know what I'm saying? Like an East Coast version of pop. Just by the way he carried himself. You know what I mean? Like, what he stood for. What he represented. Um, and his talent. You know? Um, yeah, man. It was, it was, it was tough, bro. So, I just wanted to take this time out and dedicate this episode and just pay my due diligence and pay my respects to the big dog DMS, man. Uh, gone but not forgotten. You did what I'm saying? And, uh, 
it was only necessary, man. It was only necessary, man. And I ain't gonna sit here. I'm gonna be real with y'all. I ain't gonna sit here and act like, you know, I ain't gonna sit here and act like I'm just a diehard DMX fan, man. That's one thing about nowadays. People get on here and because, you know, uh, they feel like it's the popular thing to say or, you know, they don't they don't want to feel out of touch, out of tune that they feel like they got to they got to say and do what's necessary, man. And I, I'm here to tell you, bro, like I, I rock with DMX, but I never was a diehard DMX fan, man. To be honest with you, I was more I was more gravitating to him as a person as, a, as opposed to his music. Simply on what he stood for, his principles, his morals, yeah, how he was a stand up dude. You see what I'm saying? That's that's really what gravitated me. So I can't sit here and quote you every album, every song, word for word lines. You know, of course I know slipping. I know uh, you know, stop, drop, that's you know, turn them up the road. That's our road right. Like I know the mainstream hits. You did what I'm saying? I know the mainstream hits, bro, but I'm not going to sit here and, and, and just pretend because that'll be disrespectful to me and that'll be disrespectful to him. But I will say this, man. Like, I watch his interviews and I've been following him. And uh, like I said, the locks, Jada, Styles, man, the whole Rough Rider movement, man. Don't folks used to come down here, bro. Wild, they used to come to Atlanta, you know, riding on the wrong side of the road, man, <laughs> on the interstate, wilding out, bro. Like, them boys are wild, man. But it just that energy he brought to the game, that realness, man. One thing I respect about DMX, bro, he was so solid, bro. Like if he ain't like you, he'll tell you he ain't like you, man. I, and and it's just about like even even the the jewels he'll drop about respecting people or trusting people for who they are. Like that was some of the really shit he said, man. He's like, you can trust people, but if you trust them, trust them for who they are. Trust them. To steal if they're a thief. Trust them to lie if they're a liar. Trust them to deceive you if they're a snake. So, you know what I'm saying? You can trust people, but trust them for who they are. And they like, bro, he, he, you know, just over the course of a year, bro, he be dropping so much game and, and so much knowledge to where it, for me, I'm not speaking for everybody. I'm saying for me, it down there overshadowed the music because it's like I forgot he was a talented artist because of his interviews, you know? And that's why I say it kind of reminded me of Pac a little bit, man. And, and, and you know, he it ain't going to be another him. He's one of them rare breeds, bro. Like, the, that, that type of impact he had, that type of legacy. Uh, yeah, he he gonna, he 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 on the Mount Rushmore for real, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, he he I put him right up there with Pac. I put him right up there with Nip. You know, I put him right up there with uh, Pimp C. I put him right up there with Biggie. But he was a great, you know, speaker in his own way, man. Just his way of words and the way he was able to control the room and just, like, demand his respect, man, and just his realness. You see what I'm saying? And uh, I think that's what we lacking nowadays in the game, just people just, like, not going with the popular decision, man. So once again, man, we lost a real legend. Uh, hopefully, somebody can take something from this experience. And, and if anybody dealing with depression or substance abuse or anything that they battling internally, you know, hopefully 
they can get the proper help they need and, and, and you know, turn it around, turn some things around for them because a lot of people didn't realize, but bro was dealing with a lot of stuff behind the scenes, man. And even myself, I didn't even realize that. I didn't realize a lot of stuff that he was dealing with because when you watch his interviews and, you know, you watch his performances and, I mean, he literally kind of down there perfected on how to turn it on and off. You know what I'm saying? Like, just kind of put his problems on the back burner and just clock in. Meaning perform, give us 100% of himself and give us, you know, the, the give us his all. In the midst of going through what he was going through with his kids, with his wife, with his, you know, personal battles. You dig what I'm saying? And uh, I, that gave me, that made me gain a, high, a whole bunch of more respect for him, you know? So, this episode ain't so much focused on the music of me going through his catalog. It's really focused on the man, Earl Simmons, bro. Because like I said, man, I came up on DMX, bro. I came up on Jay-Z. I came up on Pimp C. You did? I came up on Big. Like, I came up on these type of guys, man. So, it was only right. You know, and like, you know, he was one of those type of guys, man. Just from the outside looking in, I don't mean to speak on it as if I knew the man personally, but just from the outside looking in, it was obvious you ain't never seen him with the most expensive jewelry on. You ain't never seen him in the, I ain't never seen this man in, you know, the biggest luxurious, the luxury cars or the Bentley, the exotic cars. I ain't, you know, I ain't never really seen him like flashed out, like sauced out or swag. I ain't never seen him like that. He had that same chain on, dog. And, and and what it let me know is like he stayed grounded, like regardless of how successful he was, and even even in the midst of his career, at the peak of his career, you know he was still for his team. You did what I'm saying? Like he was, he was about trying to really spread his message, man. He wasn't so much focused on trying to like spread his image or his perception or let y'all know he got money. He was busy trying to really just make a change and make a difference in his own little way, man. By like speaking, you know, dropping game, dropping gems, you know, and putting his team on. And uh, you know, I watched an interview with Swiss Beat. Swiss Beat was saying for like he looked out for his people more than he looked out for himself, you know. And you can kind of man, sometimes you can just tell when people just kind of selfless, not selfish. You can just tell, bro. You can tell the team players like it. It ain't even. If you got any type of moral compass or any type of emotional intelligence, man, you can just see it from a mile away. Just like, just like how they say, game recognize game, real recognize real. Like you can tell a genuine person when you've seen it, you know. And when it comes to Big Dog, man, it seemed like he was genuine. Uh, you know, sometimes to a fault, but sometimes for the most part, you know, that was one of his, that was one of his, uh, you know, that was one of his his, his gifts. That's what made him special. You know what I'm saying? He was just real. So, you know, uh, you know, I just want I want y'all to kind of listen to this episode and leave a voice note, leave a comment um, of y'all favorite DMX song, y'all favorite DMX memory, y'all favorite DMX interview. 
If you ever had a chance to meet him, you know his prayers. I remember his prayers though, bro. Like, bro, prayers was a whole movement. That that like I remember, bro. I used to like just tune in just to watch his prayers, dog. Like, man, I never seen nobody make a prayer so cool, bro. Just the way he did it, you know. And it's like in his in his live shows, you know what I'm saying? He'll just literally stop the show and just start a or, or just start a prayer. And um, like I said, bro, bro, one of a kind, man. Bro was real one of a kind, man. He was only fifty years young. And uh at the same time it teaches us like, you know, health is wealth. Health is wealth, man, you know. You are what you eat, you are what you put in your system, regardless of what that is. And at some point, you know, when you live a certain type of lifestyle, it's bound to kind of catch up with you, man. That's why it's very important to try to, you know, eat right, live right, you know, uh, move off of positive vibrations, you know what I'm saying? And uh, just try to do the right thing, bro. And, uh, but a lot of people got to understand, man, that, bro, like, he ain't have, like, the, the average, you know, middle class or just, you know, typical upbringing as a child you know what i'm saying like I, I i read the backstory on him bro really was going through some stuff man like from his mama and stuff like you know she abandoned him dealing with child abuse and like bro had some real life stuff going on man so you know it also teaches you that you can never judge a book by its cover man because you don't never know what people went through to get to where they at now they went through hell just to get to heaven. You did what I'm saying? Heaven on earth, that is. You know? Um, and I don't even want to say he, 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 I don't even want to call it heaven on earth because even though he had money, he still wasn't happy in a lot of ways. You did. So you never know what people are going through, bro. And you may see the money, the cars, the clothes, and the women and stuff, but sometimes it make you think, do you really want to swap positions with them? Would you rather be rich and miserable or not not so rich and, you know what I'm saying, and have a peace of mind? It, it, it teach you a lot, man. So, you know, um, I think what this is, this is just, a, this is just a, a, another example of how important, like I said, man, mental health is and your well-being and... Uh, you know, we definitely gonna have an episode talking about this real soon, man. And um, this just need to be a lesson for a lot of us, man. We need to take this and look at this as a as a teachable moment, dog. Like at the end of the day, bro, you just gotta preserve your well being, preserve your health. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it's just a sad situation, bro. It was just a sad situation, man. I hate it happen like that. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's just what it is, man. And another thing I want to address too is that the sad thing about that, as legendary as DMX was, as legendary as he was, bro, this shit gonna be, it's gonna fade away with him. I probably say by Friday. Like, really, I'm late. I'm late. Even though he just passed, I'm late because it's gonna be the same old story. People are gonna post. You know, they typical DMS, RIP. I'm playing DMS all day and the crying emoji and this and that. And they're going to get their likes and they're going to move on to the next, man. 
And that's just the, that's just the sad part of it. You know, that's just what it is. Ain't no need to keep beating um around the bush. Ain't no need for me to keep dwelling on it. It's just what it is, man. Like it's sad that somebody as legendary as them is only gonna get his flower for a couple of days, and then we gonna move on to the next, man. That's just the society we stay in. That's sad. But bro, just more than just a a, a status, man. You know, a quick R.I.P. Bro was a whole legend. You did what I'm saying. So we need to treat it as such. You know, we we need to hang him up in the rafters. You know what I'm saying? And uh, hopefully we can figure out a way we can keep his legacy going without just posting one status and and because it's the popular thing to do at the time. Man, I see a lot of people posting DMX, and I ain't never seen them talk about DMX. I'm talking about people I came up with in high school and everything. I ain't never seen some of these people mention DMX. I ain't never seen them like post a letter D M or X. But all of a sudden, man, you know, I've been alone. I've been rocking with him since I was a kid, man. I always been a fan and I used to do this. Like, this shit come out of nowhere, bro. Like where was I when this happened? I ain't see this. And that's the sad part on it, man. Just all this go back to how people can be selfish sometimes. Like, yeah, bring it they'll make it about them indirectly. Without trying. Because it's the popular thing to do. And that's why I said I ain't make this episode to just sit here and, and, and say that, you know, I was with him for day one and, you know, I can tell you his whole life and I'm a dog. I, can't, I ain't come on here to say that, man. I ain't come on here to put that, you know, cap like that or put it down like that. I just came on here to pay my respects, say R.I.P. to a real legend, you know what I'm saying, and uh, leave it at that, man. But, uh... I'm going to keep this episode real short and simple. I think I uh, pretty much made my point. Um, y'all just keep y'all prayers up. Make sure y'all try to do the right thing. Y'all pray for him and his family. Uh, we just got to keep this thing going, man. It's been a, you know, it's been a, 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 a hell of a year so far. But, you know, we just got to keep it going, man. And I definitely know how it is to lose somebody. Within these past couple of years, it showed you know it showed me on how to just keep it moving, overcome, and just keep pushing. So that's what we're gonna have to do, man. Hopefully, like I said, we can learn from this experience and learn the importance of self-preservation and and, and health and mental health as well. So I guess if I had to take something from it, that's what I'll take from it, man. Uh, I also uh on another note. Um, just launched a website, cybmpodcast.com, man. Yay, woo, woo, congratulations to me. cybmpodcast.com is now available. It is up and running. Uh, if you want news on the latest episodes, on the merch, uh, if you're interested in being a guest, uh, emailing, List um any and everything, bro. That's related to CYBM. Can you blame me? Podcast is now on Can You Blame Me? CYBM Podcast dot com. So I wanted to kind of end it on that note and uh just kind of leave it at that, y'all. So we finna get up out of here. I appreciate y'all um following me through you know this year and a half. I just hit my year mark a couple months ago. Um, and that's just what it is, man.
Can You Blame Me podcast, y'all. It ain't just a podcast. We a brand, man. We gone. What's going on, man? This is Jeremy O'Neill, and I'm here with my dog, Raphael Tommy at the Can You Blame Me podcast, brought to you by SNS Moving Professionals, straight out of Atlanta, Georgia. Imagine the excitement of buying your first home, right? You found a perfect realtor, the perfect location, got all your financials in order with a move-in date. Then you remember, I got to move all my stuff from one place to another. Let SNS Move Professionals carry that load for you. They're a full-service, licensed, insured, and bonded moving company. Professionally trained to pack, unpack, load, and unload all your belongings securely without any damages. Stop stressing over moving. Let the professionals handle it. Call them today for a free estimate at 478-919-8421. Once again, that's 478-919-8421. Moving made easy. Tap in.